0: Y'all, I'm so sorry. I have been having so many people like, "Um, sis, where you been? I Life, I've been doing life. Um, But here I am and I'm back. And I promise y'all I won't let three weeks go by again because I have so much shit to talk about. Um, So much shit to catch up on. Pop culture been crazy. Um, And I actually changed what this topic was supposed to be about. Um, I was kind of triggered the other day by something I saw on Instagram and it just prompted me to be like, that's what the hell I want to talk about. So (laughs) here we are. Okay. So here we are into December already, but I did want to just have a quick little catch up. Um, the last time I talked to you guys, I was headed out to Denver. Um, we went and did Denver for Carl's birthday. Well, it was like an early birthday celebration and we had a blast. Um, It was fun. I think when people think of Denver, a lot of people think, you know, we're going skiing and we're going to the cabin in the mountains. And I'm going to be honest with y'all because y'all know I like to do nice shit, but I am also very frugal. Um, The cabins and stuff in Denver, like if you were to go to Vail and Aspen and places like that, they start to get a little pricey. Um, I'm not sure. No, I can't even say it's due to COVID because even before covid I looked before at cabins in Vail um, and they were just pricey. And um, being that we're here in Georgia, you know, we have access to Blue Ridge. We have access to Tennessee if we wanted to go to Pigeon Forge or anything like that. And I don't know. I just feel like every, once you're on a mountain, you're on a mountain. Once you're in a cabin, you're in a cabin. So, <laughs> and Aspen and Vail and those places from Denver's airport, um, you know, Colorado, of course. I keep saying Denver like that's the only place, but... When you go to Aspen and Vail and places like that, from Denver's airport, it's like two or three hours. So it just didn't make sense. So I'll say all that to say, when we went to Denver, we stayed in the city. Um, I found a pretty dope Airbnb, literally um, right smack dab. We had access to the rooftop patio. So we were able to see on one end was the city. The other end were the mountains and y'all mountains are just so beautiful to me. So therapeutic. Like (laughs) I am a mountain girl. So I know a lot of people are beach people, water people You can give me mountains, whether I'm in the mountain or I can just see the damn mountain. I'm happy. Like that's my thing. Um, but yeah, we had a great time. The food culture there, wow. And I know I just spoke about talk really highly about Scottsdale and my food experience there. Like food are a thing. We talked about this. But the restaurants and stuff that we went to, oh my God, it was so good. It was so good. Um, worth every calorie. Um, it's so funny because Denver, while we were there, because of the rise in cases with COVID, while we were there, they had just created a curfew of 10 o'clock, which again, wasn't bad for us because it was a three hour, I think it was a three hour, two or three hour difference. So, okay. 10 o'clock was really like midnight, one o'clock in the morning for us. So it was fine. But I got notification from one of the um, restaurants that we had dinner at that that following weekend, they had closed in dining. Um, So yeah, I was like, wow, we just missed that. Um, so Denver was great. I highly recommend. It was really trendy. They had the dispensaries. I may or may not partake. That's my business. Um, and it was just a good time. The weather wasn't too cold. I will say if you do want to go and get like that snow experience, November probably isn't the time. They said that season there is like December through February for like the snow. Um, there were some ice sculptures that I wanted to see and they weren't even open until December. So uh, there were some things that we didn't get to do that i wanted to do but nonetheless we had a phenomenal time um again the only thing we didn't really get the experience was like nightlife and stuff like that um let's see what else that happened thanksgiving happened thanksgiving was lovely um we went to my in-laws house it was really small intimate had a good time my mother-in-law threw down in the kitchen as usual um and I didn't have to cook <laughs> last year I hosted Thanksgiving. I host Christmas every year, and I'll talk about that, but last year I hosted Thanksgiving, and y'all, that is some work. Um, if you follow me on my Instagram, you saw that I really showed you guys like what goes on behind the scenes and I did repost my shit from last year, and that's fine <laughs> um but it was good we um, mm, let's see. I feel like family looks different for everybody, right? That experience, um, I did do a check-in and ask if people were feeling sad, if people were grieving and things like that because holidays can bring about mixed emotions for all people, really. Um, But for this one, it was good. It was a really good time. The kids, since I didn't cook, we definitely got dressed, (laughs) made our little appearance, honey, did our walkthrough, got our plates, had a good time and went home. Um, And y'all... Thank you for letting Thanksgiving be a thing. Let Thanksgiving happen because I'm going to tell y'all. Yeah, I was rushing Christmas back in October and I'm like, I am one who thoroughly enjoys all holidays and I'm going to let every holiday have its shine. (laughs) So yeah, I just, for me, I put our tree up the day after Christmas or at least the weekend after Christmas, not Christmas, Lord, the weekend after Thanksgiving. Um, And that's what we did. And we did the same tree that we didn't have for the past five years. I have this seven and a half foot pre-lit tree from Big Lots. Um, I went with a gold theme this year, which was so much fun. Gold is so clean and classic. And baby, when I think of gold, I just think of melanin. I, it's just like the way the sun glistens on our skin. I just, I don't know. I could be reaching, but that's how I feel. <laughs> so having and implementing gold as my scheme theme this year really just did something from a spirit baby. Um, and again, y'all it's affordable, please. And this is going to go into what I'm talking about later, but you know, I, I only purchased a few extra things, but a lot of that stuff was just recycled from years prior. Um, let's see, we did host a dinner party recently. I was so excited about that. So I wanted to do a friendsgiving this year, but yeah, life. Um, But Carl and I, we did dinner with the scales here at the house. We had two other couples come. And this is important for me because I just really feel like as a millennial married couple, we have to be very intentional with creating our own community, right? Of like people. Granted, you have family and even, you know, close, close friends. But like with that, sometimes can be biased. With that, sometimes you can either like, just kind of feel like you not have to put on, but like that family member may not may not be in your walk, right? Like it may be the sister who's single, which is nothing wrong with that, but that might not, you know, that void that you're missing, that fellowship, that community. A lot of people that are millennial and married that I know they have that because they attend like church, instead of have like church small group and things like that. But Carl and I, we aren't members of a church. We're Christian, but we're not members of a church. Church is not a part of our weekly, daily, anything. So as far as the act of going to church, let alone to meet those people to create our community, so I was like, um, I know a lot of married people, and let's make this a cool thing. So. Yes, COVID, we'll keep it small. Um, but it was us and two other couples totaling six people, which my formal dining can only sit six. Um, and we had Jayclusive, clusive Jackie. He is um, a personal chef that we actually use. We used him for our wedding. I used him last year when we did our New Year's Eve at home. So that was really, really fun. Oh, my God, y'all. The food was phenomenal. And it was cool. You know, it was very reasonable. Um, we hosted and treated our guests. Um we did a three-course meal. He did like Philly cheesesteak egg rolls. We had lamb lollipops with lump crab, goat cheese sauce, um, a sweet potato hash, and I want to say broccolini. I can't remember. Yeah, I think so. And he made these peach cobbler empanadas. Y'all, my mouth is literally watering just talking about this right now. But it was so good. And I was able to do my little tablescape. Um, I took a floral class, DIY floral class with She Blooms. that Sheila's brand um, back when we had our blogger event. And... I just kind of paid attention to how she taught us and I made sure that I did it. And I was so pleased with it. And me, I just love to host. I love all things home. I love my house. I cannot wait to move because baby, it's just going to elevate and I'm just going to be doing even more. So (laughs) the dinner was a hit and it's something that you know I'm sharing with you guys because I think that it's cool. And I think that... If you can be intentional with building that community, you know, whether it's just dating, whether you're single, whatever, just that, that fellowship, we had healthy conversation, we weren't talking about other people, we were talking about our goals and, and me being hot in the ass as a young age, I have a child who is of age to watch everybody's kids. So who one of our guests, um, the couples, they bought their two chi- two small children over and desire had them in the back. And I mean, of course they came out too, but we were still able to enjoy ourselves and desire did her thing. So just that, because that's another part that hinders a lot of couples, especially with children, young children from being able to do things like this, because it become a whole thing, right? Let alone you trying to get ready, but you got to find somebody to watch the kids. You got to make sure they can watch the kids for the amount of time. and You got to leave and go pick them up and... <sighs> So with this one we were like just bring the kids. So that definitely was fun. But we were talking about real estate, we were talking about our careers. Like it was just healthy conversation, no competition, learning from each other, bouncing off of each other and just fellowship. And I knew that it was a void there, but I didn't know how deep, right? So filling that a little bit for that little small period of time really meant a lot. And it's something that I definitely want to implement more going forward. Um Let's see. Another thing that I wanted to briefly discuss too, because I had talked about this on my um, Instagram a little bit. Desaya experienced her first loss of a peer slash friend. Um, and it was difficult for her. And it was difficult for me because I didn't know how to really nurture her through that. Um Her friend was found. Um, she passed in her sleep. They said that it was a seizure or something like that. And um, initially it came out that she had committed suicide. That was the that was this rumor going around the school. So of course my heart broke with that. So I do have peace in knowing that she did die of natural causes. Um, it wasn't something for Yaya to have to process. You know, because initially they were saying that she was being bullied and stuff, which are all things. And of course she didn't die because she was being bullied by, you know, but it just shows to just be a little more kind to each other. And it just made me hug my babies tighter, you know, and then decide went ahead and told me that, um, some of the kids, and this is, I'm telling you this, so y'all can understand what we're dealing with children-wise and this, this generation. Some of the kids that made like a TikTok song and was basically like making it seem like like she should have died because she was ugly and like all this stuff. And I was like, wow, how cruel. How cruel. And if ever you recognize that your child is the one that could possibly be acting or like that or treating people like that, like intervene immediately. Right. We do, you can stop a bully at the door. <laughs> um, the last thing, I am hosting Christmas this year. So just be aware on my page. I'm gonna have tons and tons of jam-packed content um in relation to all things hosting. Like this is my thing. I love Hosting, I love food, I love decor, I love family, I love gather, um, and just good vibes. So holiday season is definitely a jam-packed time for me when it comes to my content as an influencer, blogger, storyteller. Um, but yeah, that was a mouthful. That's pretty much my catch up, and I promise y'all I'm not gonna let it be this long again because y'all ain't trying to listen to 15 minutes of me catching up. So let's get into the pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. Oh, Lord. So y'all know I am a mini Wendy, Will- Wendy Williams, honey. Um, and I'm always into this pop culture and these convos. So, so much shit has happened. I'm only going to touch on a few things because, baby, this could be about three hours on if I touched on it all. That's why, And this is another reason, not just me and not being able to take a long break because of up, but the damn, everything going on in these cyber, these celebrity, these just viral streets, it's just too damn much to keep up with. So I know I'm going to miss a lot, but I'm going to touch on a few things that did stand out to me during my hiatus. So of course we had the versus Gucci Jeezy. I'm going to make this real quick because I already did my rant about it. All I will say is big ups to both Kings and all of their glory and giving us that moment for the culture. Um, I will say before you're very vocal about anything, not just this situation isolated, but anything Do your duty to be informed, right? Don't ever be misinformed due to lack of information. That's a word. So, there was so much underlying from that with their relationship, right? Like, if somebody went from possibly being killed, like you tried to have me killed. So, here we are doing it versus making money together. So, not going to dive into it, but all I'm going to say is before you be quick to troll and say stuff and, you know, because there was pun behind. This is the one point that I will say. I kept seeing everybody saying how Jeezy is a grown man and Gucci is immature and Gucci talking about $10,000 outfits and Jeezy talk about property. Jeezy had a song called Stay Strapped. He released in 2005. In that song, he said he has $10,000 to whomever will bring him Gucci's chain. In street code, even though I'm a suburban, in street code, that highly means um, <laughs> go get that nigga chain, right? And I doubt that Gucci was just like, here, yeah, here's my chain. Go take it. No, it's basically like I got it on his head. And the reward was 10000 So Gucci basically let him know, like, bro, I'm sitting here. With the same amount of money on my body and clothing that you said my life was worth. That's what that was. Moving on. Um, I watched the Mike Tyson fight. Mike Tyson. Um, it, it, y'all. <laughs> Mike Tyson. It's, for him to be 51. Was He 54. And then the um, guy he fought was 51. I'm having a brain fart on his name, Lord. Because I guess Mike Tyson was the star. Um he he still looked good. Mike definitely held his own. Um, it was interesting. It, it was boring. I'm not even gonna lie. It wasn't interesting to watch. It was boring as fuck actually. But, um, the fight with Nate Robinson and the little YouTuber, the social the, the social media star, was funny because Buddy got knocked down like three or four times. Um, boxing is something Carl and I we do watch together. It's funny. I I still just is like I'm just confused how that's anybody's true career to just. Train all day to get in a fight and get your head beat in. That's interesting. But shout out to Floyd Mayweather who made it a lucrative business. Um okay, y'all. <laughs> the goat of all goats. Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan, a new couple alert. And I can't lie to you. I'm here for it. Um, first of all, Lori is stunning, like beautiful. Um like hard to look at beautiful to me. Um, and we all love Michael. We all know we love Michael. I, listen, babe, I'm just happy he he with some melanin. Um, I don't know. I'm here for it. I see a lot of people saying she keep moving on. Okay, but these niggas do the same. Future on chick number two after her already, I, I believe. So it's like, Do your thing, sis. I can't say that if she wasn't in the spotlight. Like, I have friends who serial date. Like, you're young, you're beautiful, you're rich. I know people not necessarily beautiful, not necessarily young, and damn sure not rich who serial date. So I don't understand why she gets so much backlash about it. Um, I think that she should explore. If I was her mother, like I'm sure Marjorie tells her, explore, have fun. And so they said that they did catch her and Michael. Um, getting off of a private jet together here in Atlanta and was going to her house, Steve Harvey's house for Thanksgiving. So if that's the thing, I'm here for it. Um, I hope they keep it kind of on hush, get to know each other and kind of see that this could be a thing. They could be another, they could be a power couple. I, I'm, I'm curious to see how that goes. Um The last thing I want to touch on. So, okay, y'all, I, I want y'all to hear it because... I'm not sure, hmm, I don't, okay. I want y'all to hear it first. Hold on.
1: I invested a lot of money into buying this building, into developing this concept so black people can have somewhere nice to go to, okay? Somewhere where we can feel good about ourselves as a, just stop this music, please. Somewhere where our people can feel good about ourselves as a culture, okay? No, no, real talk. And so all this twerking and shit, take it to prime, take it to pink. Don't bring it here because we're a restaurant. And so beyond that, 75% of my customers are ladies. And I want men to show respect for themselves for how they carry themselves here. So how can I tell the men to respect themselves? And you guys are talking on glass here. If you want to do it, you can fuck out my restaurant. Because I did it for our people and I did it for our culture. So don't do it. Now, don't do it again. I don't want to hear it. If you don't like it, get out because I don't need your money. I need to provide something for my people. And don't do it again.
0: Thank you. Okay. Um... I might have an unpopular opinion. I feel like anytime people hear someone curse or oh their choice words, they automatically get defensive. Um, first of all, it's his restaurant. He could say whatever the hell he wants to say, um, but he also has to understand the rep- the repercussions too for that. Now, I will say I saw mixed comments, mixed feedback. I saw people say they didn't understand. You know, he didn't tell a lie. I saw people say. Well, you know, you're the one who set this atmosphere for your restaurant. So like if you want basically insinuating like you have a DJ, you guys play rap music, twerk music. So that's going to be the atmosphere that you create. And basically, like if you want to upscale anything, you need to play jazz music. And I guess I understood what he said. He said, look, I invested a lot of money for this concept. So he wanted to bring an upscale vibe, but still for a certain type of people, right? He's like, this is a restaurant. So yes, although we're playing this music, it's still a restaurant. And then let's be clear the people were standing on this man's furniture and standing on his shit. Like get off my table. Like this is not the club. They even tell you in the club, don't stand on my shit. So I don't know if I agree that he can only play certain music for you to act like you have some home training. Like we never heard of, I mean, I never, I don't twerk at restaurants and I don't do all of that. Um at even at club I I got the cute sis baby in the chair in my stool or my booth I got the cutest little, little sit down box. like you can chill you should be able think about how many times we go to restaurants and the food is great the the ambiance is amazing but the music is trash you're just kind of like uh like I can't relate like what song is this or like dang I've been places where I'm like shit this place is bomb if they had a DJ or better music it'd be everything and that's not because I'm saying if they had a DJ in music I'm about to be up doing the body yadi yada yadi like it's more so just our culture like you should be able to have some hookah just chill just vibe act like you got some home training. I did not see not one lie told. He shouldn't have to tell adults to get off of his furniture. He emphasized this is a restaurant. So I don't know. And then it's like people are like, oh, well, he didn't have to say it like that. Okay. i cuss your kid out if they come and stand on my couch at my house. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's like, Again, clearly he was upset. He was he was in the moment, right? He had um, adrenaline going because for him to even sit there and try to talk over people, he was speaking to an entire crowd. He understood the risk that this could have taken because people probably weren't going to receive it well. But at that point, he said what he said. And I honestly had no issue with it. So um, I don't agree that it should only be a certain type of music played or vibe there for people to respect where they are so that's my two cents on that so that's it for my tea time I promise y'all again we're gonna pick back up weekly so I'll touch on things that are more current because some of these things I know happened a week two, maybe even damn near three weeks ago but I had to give my piece <laughs> so let's get into this topic Girl chronicle Let's grow. All right. So, <laughs> this topic, this topic is really a conversation with myself as well. Um, and again, the whole purpose of this podcast is Growth Chronicles with Jazz. And I recognized um, a growth process that I experienced and what I'm about to talk about. And it's called Don't Be a Hater. And I'm going to name this damn episode, Don't Be a Hater, because that's what this is about. (laughs) And I'm really speaking to myself. I'm speaking to myself and speaking to myself because this is something that I've grown through, right? Um, I find that a lot of people, and being victim of it myself at one point, we fall to this space of being judgy, um minimizing, just coming off mean, right? Super, oh, they shouldn't be doing this and 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 let me tell you why about things that other people are doing that we either want to do and or we have no we have sight on but no action to get there. Right. So I guess what bothers me about that though is I see a lot of praise towards celebrity. Right, And towards people who seemingly have all of these things, but I see slander when it comes to people who we know or people we feel like we have a closer reach to, right? Let's think about it, like a beyonce, a Oprah, all of that we can look think about it. Beyonce is rich as hell and sitting here dropping clothes that people are really buying that are. $200 sweatsuits and shit, right? Like, and we say nothing. We're just like, oh, this is great. Oh, Ivy Park. Oh, Beehive, which I'm a member. But my point in saying this is, it's like, we're okay watching celebrities get rich and be rich and get more rich, but we condemn or badmouth or criticize those who are not celebrity, whether it's somebody that you feel like you know on social media somebody you went to school with, even family member, and I'm trying to figure out why is that? Is that because you feel far removed, like you feel disconnected from the celebrity? So being that it's Beyonce, so I can't even say anything. You know, all her and Jay Z talk about are there is their wealth and their lifestyle, and it doesn't bother me. I'm gonna rock out to it because I'll never be a Beyonce or Jay Z, so I'm not triggered. I don't feel away, but. If Jessica that I went to high school with, who I've been able to watch her growth, watch her journey, her and her husband just bought this big ass house. She has a nice car. Her kids are well-groomed and look taken care of. Oh, they go on trips, family trips. They have all these things. Oh, well, she needs to stop posting that. Like, that's just bragging. People are in hard times right now. She She just doesn't even care about how that makes people feel. What the fuck is that? That is insane. If anything, I would be more inspired by a Jessica than praising a Beyonce. Because uh, granted, Beyonce is Beyonce. I know for sure I would never, I mean, unless I woke up tomorrow in a miracle, that is Beyonce. But Jessica, who at one point we sat next to each other in class and now she, here we are 15 years later and she seemingly has everything that I want internally but i'm just not vocalizing because i don't have my i, I don't see it I, I can't see that happening right now and so instead of being aspiring to be inspired by her i'm going to minimize her um, i'm going to expect her to pacify her progress i'm going to expect her to not that right there is a you issue sis that's not a her the same way that you can share whatever you want to share if you have to share something and in turn prior to sharing it talk about oh i didn't do much or oh it's not that important to me or oh i'm not going to spend a whole lot of money on this so this is just what i'm going to do who are you saying that for because at the end of the day how much something costs does not make it nice right like i can go to the dollar tree I can go to Walmart and put a tree together, put a whole bedroom together. I can go to Goodwill and thrift some shit and my shit can look magazine worthy. You could go to Z Gallery and pick stuff. And if you don't have that taste or that class, baby, it's still, going. it's not going to resonate. It's not going to all meld together. So I guess I'm trying to figure out and, this, and, and granted, because I've checked myself and this was a few years ago, this shit, really like probably. It was a long time ago because I haven't, I've never really been a hater, but I have felt myself feeling inferior sometimes to people's progress, right? And that was a me issue. That's not a them issue. Because here's the thing. If you really think about it, they need to share. They need to share because it shows that it can be done. Instead of us just looking at the celebrity and looking at that type of lifestyle, lifestyle that so will never even aspire to have more because you'll just always feel like, well I'll never be Beyonce. Okay, but you can be Jessica. And you can be Jessica so much that you can reach out to Jessica and ask this how. Ask this if she has any advice, you know, any insight on what step you should take. You get what I'm saying? Like that's that community. And 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 I know we can always talk about that that's how it is in black culture and with the women and all of that. And I I I i like to differ with that. I think it is a mental disconnect on what work really means, right? And people just thinking that people are just giving things when that's just not the reality. Nobody's giving shit. Everybody works to get where they're where they are. Um But when I'm on Instagram and I'm seeing people sit here and talk about why they don't celebrate certain holidays or why I'm not doing Christmas this year. It's a pandemic. People are people are struggling right now. People are unemployed. People always unemployed, baby. People always unemployed. If anything, showing tradition, showing love, showing happiness will probably get that person that's in a funk out of the funk or at least inspire them that baby keep going show your kids for that girl who is struggling to conceive seeing your kids might make her feel better might give her hope you understand what i'm saying like it's just a it's a preference on how you view life do you view life as the glass full or the glass empty and if it's empty baby that's a you issue cuz i always see my glass full i always see it closer to full than not right and that has been something that i've trained my my mental to have an outlook on life in that way. And so I guess what bothers me is when I see people pretty much ganging up, wanting people to pacify their, their 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 success. And that's strange to me because again, what people choose to spend their money on may not be what you choose to spend your money on, but nonetheless, that doesn't mean one purchase is greater than the other. It's just whatever fuels you. If you're a foodie, you might like to go eat all the time. You might go drop a whole bag at the grocery store and that's you. Whereas somebody might prefer clothes or somebody might prefer to go out. Like it is what it is. And I think that, you know, it's irresponsible to use your platform to try to make anybody who's doing what it is that you want to do feel bad because you're not doing it. And they are. Right? It's really showing your insecurity. It's highlighting an insecurity that you have. And unfortunately, it's clear and evident that that insecurity has not been touched, right? You haven't recognized that this insecurity, you haven't recognized that it's a you issue. I can speak (laughs) clear. The Curl Shop. I own a product line called The Curl Shop. I talked about this before. Um, It's a hair care product line for kids. And I started back in 2015, y'all. And here we are in 2020. So I've had it for five years. This is the first time since having it that I'm actually taking it super, super serious because I know I'm sitting on a gold mine, right? I really believe about it. My girls are involved. It's super family owned. We keep talking about black business. Baby, this is black business. I do everything from making the product, designing labels, packaging, shipping, promoting, marketing, all of it in-house. Okay. You don't get more black owned than that. But This is what I'm trying to tell you so you can understand where my mindset is and how I've gotten here. It took Beyonce, I know I keep referencing her because that's my favorite person. It took Beyonce doing a list. It was like right around the time when the BLM had got um, re-energized, that movement. And Beyonce did a list of Black-owned businesses that people should shop with, like this global access list of black businesses. And baby, the curl shop wasn't on there. And I'm not going to sit here and lie and try to act like I'm picture perfect because initially my response in my mind was, what? Like, damn, why the fuck I'm not on there? I got a black owned business. But I didn't do the work to get on there. Having the business wasn't enough. Having the idea wasn't enough. I didn't do the work to get there. So there was two paths that I could have taken. I could have been a hater And be like, whatever, and looking at all the people that's on the list, like, whatever, and been mad. Or I could have said, you know what? Go harder, Jazz. I'll be on that next list. Invest this money. Invest your time. Really, have you done the work for this brand to be on that list? Is the brand great? Yes. But have you done the work for it to be recognized on that level? All the other companies that were listed on there, I'm sure they did the work to get on there. But I could have been a hater and looked at it like, whatever, fuck them. Or I could have looked at it like, okay, Jazz, do work. And that's what I did, right? And I was proud of all of the businesses listed. First of all, I was proud that Beyonce even utilized her platform to showcase black business in that way. So instead of bad mouthing or having ill feelings towards those who made the list, I was triggered in a good way. I was triggered to say, you know what? I'm going to be on that next list. And that's my point in this whole conversation. It's like, before you get on your platform and talk bad about people who drive cars, like you talk about their cars, baby, if somebody want to drive a luxury car, that's their business, that's their car. If you want one, work to get one. If you don't want one, them having one really shouldn't bother you. Do you understand my point? Like when it comes to branding, think about it. I, My Jasmine, in love with Jasmine brand. I've been doing this now for over two years and my brand is constantly getting better. I'm investing more. At one point, I was the one talking shit about people who have all these professional pictures and all of this. And mm, I take regular pictures. I'm not. That was a hater, Jazz. Speaking to myself, that was you being a hater. Instead of seeing these clearly beautiful pictures, I, I was hating. I was talking shit like, I don't need to do this. And my brand, da, 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 sis. I wouldn't even talk about what I don't need to do if I didn't look at it and feel inferior to it. So instead I said, okay, let me look at what makes sense. What direction am I taking my brand? And I branded myself based off of being inspired by those of influencers who are in positions where I wanna be. You understand what I'm saying? How could I expect brand deals and stuff with companies if I'm not elevating my content to be something that they want to pay for? It doesn't make sense. So instead of seeing other people already walking in their light and doing what it is that they're called to do and executing and feeling a way about it, so much so that I'm going to badmouth it, I sit back, I watch, I learn, I create. And that's what I did. And that's ultimately what you can do for all of it, right? Like, with me, I don't boast or brag about anything. I like to show affordable ways. I shop at Boohoo. So if I want to do a fashion reel, I want to put a swipe up and show you, I'm showing you that you could get this cute ass sweater for $13, right? I'm not in Saks Fifth. Oh, look at this, look at that. Even if, but the thing is, here's the reality. If you change your mindset as a consumer and as a viewer of looking with a way of not necessarily being inspired, but in a way of feeling inferior to it, and then in turn judging it or or condemning it, That's a you issue. Whatever anybody posts should not affect you enough for you to use your voice and your platform to talk bad about what somebody else is doing. That's insane to me. That's insane. Um, I don't know. I feel like with kids' birthdays, with just anything, holidays in general, holidays, kids' birthdays, your birthday, anything that people want to celebrate, let them do that. I just, I guess I'll never be able to wrap my mind around the idea that because somebody is doing something or showcasing something about their life in a way of which you don't, that it's a problem. That is nuts. And it really, if ever you take the time to sit there and talk badly about what someone else is doing when it comes to them promoting themselves, or even if it's not from business standpoint, it could just be, if somebody wants to show their house, let them show their house. That's their house. Fill away if they're showing your house and you don't want your house to show. Do you understand my point? Is this resonating? (laughs) Because we have to change that mindset. And I told the story about the curl shop because again, that was the biggest thing that triggered me. It was just like, wow. In that moment, I had to remember my growth. In that moment, I had to remember, Jazz, why are you hating on this? And it was a few people that I knew of, don't necessarily know them, but knew of that made that list. And the fact that my initial, as a healed Person as a person who is walking in a direction of wanting to be great and sane and and, and having a healthy mental me looking at that and not feeling anything but happiness and and, and 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 feeling proud 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 and inspired by those of who I know and watch build their brand and them being on that list is a problem. The fact that I had any ill feelings, the fact that I looked at that list and any thought to my mind came that didn't reflect love and support meant I needed to go back to my drawing board. And I just feel like that's the case with life, period. Like you have to recognize how you receive any type of information. So when I see people say, oh, I need a detox from Instagram, I'm not on Instagram and all of that. Well, I hope when you take that time off that you're working on you, you're working on the way that you receive information and how you process it. And if ever you're triggered to feel like you're not doing enough in a way outside of just being inspired That's an issue. And you might need to send on somebody's couch about it and get equipped with the tools because that's the thing about life, baby. Everybody, especially the older we get, everybody's gonna keep elevating. Everybody's gonna keep attaining more, wanting more. You know what I mean? Like we're in our starter home. Our next home is going to be bigger and better, right? And I don't want and I want to share that. I want to share the girl who at one point was. In an apartment sleeping on an air mattress to being in a home to renting a home out to buying a new home a a forever home and decking it out the way that i want to with all my diy i don't want to feel like i can't post something or share something especially when i know my intention behind sharing my intention behind sharing is never to boast or brag my intention behind sharing is to show that you can too right like especially my diy projects baby i could go i'd be in home depot all day Home Depot and Pinterest trying to figure it out, getting on Carl's nerves. (laughs) So if ever you're receiving that type of information that anybody puts out in a way other than either wishing them well or, oh, that's nice or being inspired or it just not phasing you at all. If ever it triggers you to feel compelled to speak badly about it and or to question one's intention to doing something that they want to do recognize that that is an issue. That is a you issue and you need to fix that because that shows that that's how you, that's the lens you view life through. And that's a blurred lens. That's a lens that, that is foggy. That's not a lens anybody should want to see it through. It's not clear. It's not clear. Um, and it's pretty toxic. And unfortunately, if you view life through that lens and you're assigned to raising children, unfortunately, you're probably going to give them that, pass that same lens down. So do a cleanse, do a cleanse of your mental, do a cleanse of your perception, like really dig deep into understanding your triggers and, 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 and owning those triggers that they're a you thing. Okay. It's not a nobody else thing. <laughs> Issue sis. So it's so funny that I even did this topic because it all stemmed from a quote that I made up. Y'all, I ain't quoting nobody else. A tweet that I put out a few weeks ago. Um, And I want to leave it with you guys as the message, as the takeaway. Um, I put, let's normalize, not minimizing what others have or have done because you haven't yet. And it's an emphasis on yet, y'all. It's an emphasis because if you change the way that you receive, then yet becomes more attainable, right? If you change the way that you receive as not allowing it to make you feel inferior or not allowing it to make you feel like it's not even a need for it or it's unnecessary. If you change the way that you, because for something to make you feel that way, you must either like it. You must either be interested, but you just conditioned yourself to believe it's something you can never have. So if you change that, if you follow pages or follow people or interact with people who have things, because I'm going to tell y'all, baby, I never want to be the best in any room. I love to be in a room where I can be a sponge and learn and be inspired and rub elbows with those who are where I want to be, right? So that yet holds a different weight. Yet becomes when I see somebody have something that I want. I'm not looking at her like she thinks she all that. Mm, that's so unnecessary. Why would somebody spend all that money on on that car? Why is she sharing this? There's people that ain't got no money right now. Why is she? All of those. And it's crazy because it'd be the people who sit here and act like they walk in this light. That it's like you're not even realizing what type of spirit you, you're welcoming into your life. You're welcoming that spirit of jealousy, that spirit of, you you have to have the discernment with that. You have to recognize, why am I feeling this way? Self-check, this this, this isn't even healthy. Like Jasmine, you being a hater, right? So instead of looking at it and having all of these ill feelings and these whys and what's she doing that for? She thinks she all that. I'll say, damn, that car is nice. Might even utilize Google, look and see how much it is. Then realize, damn, it's not even, oh, I don't know why I thought that that was something I could never have. Oh, wow. Okay. Then something that you saw that the old you, an unhealed you received as something that somebody's boasting or bragging. You saw something. You liked it. You did your research. You recognize that it is attainable. So that yet becomes stronger, right? Then you're doing your vision board and you can see, okay, I want that Tesla. I just never looked up Tesla because I just always felt like that's something I couldn't have. I thought that's something rich people had. Then you look and see the Tesla. You can get a Tesla for $30,000. Then you look outside and you got your Honda that you paid $24,000 for. So for $6,000 more, you can have something that you thought you couldn't. Do you understand the power with that? Do you understand it was the mindset? Because if you didn't have the mindset to be inspired and look and say, that's nice. And then do your own research to see how you too could have something like that, because you clearly were inspired by it because it, it, it caught your attention. You liked it. So now it's on your vision board. And now before you know it, you go on to sign the paper and getting you one. And guess what's gonna be the first thing you want to do when you get it? Show it. <laughs> Do you understand how this is full circle? It's full circle. Come around just like a circle. It's it's changing your mindset and understanding the power of yet. Yet is powerful. Yet is forward moving. Yet is something that for me, really instilling that in my vocabulary, instilling that and understanding the power behind it. Again, let's normalize not minimizing what others have or have done because you haven't yet I see it with plastic surgery I said we all got a little nip and tuck we wouldn't mind to get baby but we just assume that there's something that's without that's not within reach so instead you talk shit about people who do it's like that is a mental warfare it is a mental prison and you're really honing yourself into a box a box and then unfortunately you surround yourselves with other people with that same mentality so now here y'all are in a room just being the biggest haters anybody could have ever saw. And then you got everybody else out here living their life. So you have now become a hater spectator. Damn, I'm dropping gems. Hater spectator. So instead, try to condition and change your mind. Again, it, it, it's not going to be an overnight flip. You're going to have to think about it. You're going to have to be intentional about it and work on it. Okay. So that's what I'm going to leave y'all with. And until next time, let's grow.